Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. There was a person sent in order for us to have access to God the Father, in order for us to actually have a way to be saved, in order for us to actually get to this heaven that we want. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Sound Seed Podcast. We are from The Feed, which is a women's fellowship based in Manchester. We are focused on uprooting lives and planting truth as we continue on our walk to walk with God together. And today we are just going to be discussing a topic which a lot of people have a question on, which is can I get to heaven by just being good? So my name is Shelly and I am joined by two lovely ladies. Ladies, introduce yourselves. Hi, my name is Aramide. And hi, my name is Shower. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Great to have you ladies. So we just want to get straight into the topic. So the question, ladies, can I get to heaven by simply being a good person? What do you think? See, the first thing that comes to my mind is that um, that scripture that says no one is good except God. Um, so that's the first thing. So what, what, what is good? What do we define as good? Yeah, I think, yeah, that, that's quite a complex question. You've already raised there, Shawa. <laughs> I, I think the easy answer, I mean, the short answer is no. You can't just get to heaven by being a good person because... Um, God defines what is good. And so we need to first differentiate between godly good and, you know, worldly, worldly good. Mm -hmm. Um, Because sometimes when you look at some um, people in the Bible, like, for example, Job, we know if you see what, if you saw what happened to him and if you read the book of Job and you saw what transpired when, you know, God said to Satan, look at my good servant, unprovoked. And then Job was afflicted. Um, that was to bring glory to God, right? And that was mm-hmm. to showcase the glory of God. Now, in the worldly sense, if someone was to read the book of Job and saw what happened to Job, they would think God is wicked and God is evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but God had a grander purpose um, to why he let Job go through what he went through. And so we first need to differentiate between worldly goods and godly good. But overall, if you're walking in the spirit of the world and you're doing good by the word standards, that still won't be enough for you to enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. I love, I love what you both said. And it's honestly so true. Like as the Bible says, no one is good except God. And when you look at that, you're kind of just like, well, if that's true, then that means that regardless, <laughs> regardless being good even in our humanly sense, won't get to heaven because won't get you to heaven because mm-hmm. in the sense that it does matter, God, who is the ruler of heaven and earth, he's the only person who's good. So by that definition, we're all bad. So even if that was the way to get to heaven, none of us would get there. <laughs> and so if that's the case, then how do we actually get to heaven? How does, you know, how does the Bible say, you know, is the way to heaven? How do we actually, because that, how? Yeah. Oh, 
but you must say something, Shara. Um, I was gonna just pull up a scripture, um, but I wanted to not paraphrase. <laughs> so I'm trying to get it, get it right, get it right. Um, it was Ephesians two verses eight, which says, "But it's by grace you've been saved through faith. So it's not of yourself. So it's a gift from God. So we get to to heaven because it's a gift from God. It's not our works, as you said, because no one is good truly, even if we go by God's standards." Um, we can't, we don't even, we don't scratch the surface. So thank God, geez, thank God it's not by our works because if that's the point, then we don't, no one's making it. But um, we're saved because of God. We're saved because it's it's God's gift to us through salvation. That's salvation for us. Um, yeah, and that's, that's the gift that we have to get. Yeah, and I think being quote unquote good is is a good thing can also be a godly thing i think it's just sometimes though the world wants to skip past the prerequisite of jesus right you need mm-hmm. to be saved you need to believe in jesus so that. if let's say you are a good-natured person you like giving to charity you like helping your neighbor you know you're there supporting your family and your friends and you give to charity there's nothing wrong with that in the context if you're a christian and you do those things that's excellent, right? Because um, not only are you helping your people around you, but through you, they can see the glory of God and the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what the people in the world want to do is they believe they, as far as they're concerned, they justified by their actions. But the thing is, we're not justified by, by our actions. No, it's Jesus Christ that justifies us. Um, and so, you know, I think the world wants to skip past the prerequisites because I think Jesus calls us to a deeper level of surrender, a deeper level of fellowship. And I think that that requires more work than just being quote unquote simply good. Because um, if you really want to be good, every time you do something quote unquote good, it should cost you something. And I think giving your life to Christ and saying it's your way and not my way that's like the epitome of of you basically giving it all and being a living sacrifice and letting God work through you. And thus, can you be good? Not just in the worldly sense, but actually you can be a good child of God who does what the Father wants. Um, but I think it, the easy option is just to say, oh, I'm a good person, so why should I end up in hellfire? Mm-hmm. Um, and that way it's easier for, for the world to paint God as bad um, just because it doesn't fit into the clean-cut narrative that maybe the human mind wants us to aspire to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, honestly, I love, what, I love what you both said because, um, yeah, um, share with what you said, I think it, it points to the, um, the reason of why Jesus was sent because people really love to um, just ignore um Jesus, the son, you know, he, they really want to ignore him. And then just, they love to speak about God. They love to speak about heaven, but then they're ignoring one key, one key factor in all of this is that there was a person sent in order for us to have access to God, the father, in order for us to actually have a way to be saved in order for us to actually get to this heaven that we want. Um, And so I, I guess one thing I really have to, um, um, uh, I want us to look at is the scripture that we looked at um, in June when we looked at the I am statements. We looked at um, the I am statements of Jesus. And one of them was that um, he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He said this in John 14, verse 6. 
And when we look at it, I think a lot of people will they'll, they'll turn around and they said, <laughs> like Aramide said, look at all of my good deeds. You know, mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm helping the poor, I'm helping the sick. You know, I'm doing all these things that Jesus Himself did. You know, I'm I'm doing all these things that you know would be you know what I would define as good. But then they're just, they they think that's the end of it all. They think that's where it stops. But then Jesus has told us that the way to salvation is exclusively through him. Like he's told us that the way to actually access the father is to him. Because I think we sometimes just, because of how far back it goes, I guess, um, we forget the fall of mankind. We forget that Mm. we live in this constant state of, uh, well, we were born in sin, like in now that we are in this flesh, you know, we are separate, we were separated from God the minute we fell. And the the importance of Jesus coming was the fact that he came so that we can have access to God again, so that he can actually, um, he actually broke the veil and gave us, um, you know, that connection to God once more. And it really brings into that, um, the point of the world always has something to say that contradicts what God says. There's always a what the world says versus what God says. And even looking at that scripture where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. The thing that the world says about the way to heaven, you know, to be a good person or to follow good rules is different from what God says, which is simply Jesus, (laughs) literally Jesus. And then even when we look at something like when he says, I am the truth as well. um, Literally, what, what does the world say about truth? It actually says quite, a lot like what can you guys think when it when when the topic of truth comes along what the world defines as truth or what the world says the truth is um <laughs> i think <laughs> i think the world defines the, the truth as very being very i hope i'm using the right phrase very very subjective um as in okay i decide what my truth is and that's that oh i decide the truth and there isn't a universe universal truth and of course when you have a faith that's saying i am the way the truth like i am the truth i define truth um that doesn't sound appealing to the world because if that means there's only one truth that means everything else is either conform to this or everything else must be a lie um mm-hmm. i think the world likes to be very 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 subjective with it and it encourages you to be very subjective with your truth when in essence just the phrase, the way, the truth, and the life, the truth means there's just one. There's only There can only be one truth. Um, there can be only one ultimate truth. Yeah. Let me stop there. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think um, it reminds me of that song. I remember Shaw sent it to me years ago. It's called like No Grey or something like that. Oh, um, I love that song. Yeah. And, and I think the world is trying to be grey. I, mm. I, I think we live in a world where... Um, there's just a lot of ambiguity. And before, I mean, and God is not a God of confusion, right? If you seek the Lord on, you know, what A and B equals, you know, you can find the truth by seeking yeah. the Lord. Yeah. But I think the world has now become satisfied in actually reinstating what that gray is and just being in a state of ambiguity. And that's just a way of life for a lot of people, and which means that there's no defined truth um, of of what it means to even be a good person, right? Because on one side of the world, you can be a good person, but if, let's say, you don't agree with certain principles, then you'd be a bad person. But it seems like no one's really seen eye to eye at all. And, um, And I think the ultimate way of you really, like, 
of you being a good person is 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 loving your neighbors and really loving them sacrificially the way that Christ mm. loved us. Mm. And and love isn't something that's I mean, in the world, love is very lovey-dovey and you don't correct people and you just take them as they are. You accept them in their form and you don't want better for them. It's kind of like you've chosen who you want to be. This is your truth. And by my way of loving you is accepting that wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. and there's no sort of correction. And so it's kind of like love with all the quote-unquote positive parts whilst the negative parts, quote-unquote, are neglected. Mm -hmm. And this takes me to um, the... There's a part in um, the book of Matthew um, 19 where there was a rich man and he went to Jesus and he says, you know, what must I do to have eternal life? And it kind of talks about, oh, I've not murdered, I've not committed adultery, um, I've not stolen, I've not testified falsely, I've honoured my mother and my father and my neighbours. And then, you know, and he says, I've satisfied all these commandments, you know, what else must I do to enter the kingdom? And Jesus says, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all of your possessions and give the money to the poor and you have treasure in heaven, then come and follow me. And I think when we're in Christ, that is the level of love that we're supposed to have where we can give away sacrificially, mm-hmm. where we don't hold on to things, our possessions more than like the lives of others. Because if someone says, oh, I'll give you a billion pound or I'll let some, oh, it's either, oh, um, an ultimatum. Either you have a million pounds, and if you want to have that billion pound, for example, something wicked has to happen to someone in the other side of the world, and you don't even know who they are. Many people in the world would be like, I don't care. I'll even jump on my parents just to get that money. Mm. But the thing is, as Christian, it's the truth is like, yeah, eh? I can't fight anyone for this money. And, or I guess this scenario is even better because you don't even see the consequences of your actions. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, mm-hmm. as a Christian, your mindset wouldn't be, let me just snatch this money um, yeah. and just continue living my life because, you know, I can tithe, you know, the 10% and I can give to the poor and I can justify my conscience. But as a Christian, you're actually going to think about the person themselves. So even when the word talk, talks about love and it talks about truth, it's all surface level because when it comes down to the nitty gritty in terms of you really loving your neighbour... Um, and loving sacrificially and being able to give and being able to correct and stand up for what is right the world always falls short a hundred percent oh goodness I, I truly love that um because it, it's 100% true and I think one thing about that uh, about that story about the rich man is the focus so much on deeds. I think mm-hmm. especially um, with, with the question of can I get to heaven by being good, and then looking at what Jesus said, there is so, there is still so much focus on what we do. We're really not understanding that Jesus said that He is the way, the truth. Like it's literally coming to Him. It's literally giving yourself to Him. It's literally just laying it all down to Him, yielding your life over to Him. It's literally all about Jesus, um, mm-hmm. and that 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 important fact is skipped over so easily. Even. Even sometimes with Christians, like we get some, we, we sometimes get so lost in, okay, you know what, you know, I have to be Christ-like. And then we get so lost in being Christ-like that we forget about Christ. We get so lost in doing all of these. <laughs> I want to, uh, I'm serving, I'm tithing. You know what? I'm even giving more than 10%. I am doing it. And then we forget about Jesus. <laughs> we forget, we forget about him being the way. We forget about him being the truth. And it's really just, we have to, center back to him and remember that this 
this is what's important. This is what we need to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you were talking, it, might, it reminds me of why Jesus even needed to come in the first place. If you look at the Old Testament, um, when God gave Moses the commandments and he told the people of Israel, you know, if you live by those commandments, you essentially you will please God, right? If you don't. Mm-hmm do what he doesn't like if you don't sin. And the greatest commandment of all was to love the God with all your heart and your soul and your spirit and your mind and also to love your neighbor. And the thing is, that commandment is so quote unquote simple because that's what the world tries to do. Yeah, I'm I'm good to the people around me. I love them. I care for them. But we could see through the various books from you know, the, from Genesis, is it Malachi? Is Malachi the last book in the yeah, Old Testament? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we could see that men, you know, mankind always fell short of that standard. And it, it's so funny to me that now God was like, okay, I can clearly see that this is so hard for 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 he, for mankind to do. And Jesus came down, right? So Jesus saved us and he continues to save us, amen. Um, and it seems like the world is now trying to go back to that way of life, but it doesn't work because because the, 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 there needs to be a renewal of mind, right? There's always going to be that part of um, a person that's always sinful until they meet Jesus. There's mm-hmm. always going to be that that kind of, um, even if it's just pride, even if it's favoritism, even if it's the us versus them mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, like what's, what's the question, what Shawa said, you know, the truth is subjective. And so if we define our own truth, it means that no one is truly covered. There's always going to be the people who are the victims and the people who are the victors. But mm-hmm. God, and we can see that happening in the Bible. And we, as Christians, we know that just doesn't work. There needs to be a renewal of mind, What yeah. which happens when you get the Holy Spirit, which only happens when he <laughs> accepts Jesus. Um, and it just seems that the world is trying to regress into something. And I mean, eventually the world will find out that it doesn't work. But same as what happened in the book of Judges with the children of Israel, you don't have to go through strife and suffering to know what's going mm-hmm. to happen. If you can see mm-hmm. patterns, why is it that we don't act upon them? But it's like we have to be burnt ourselves yeah. until we realize the serious consequences of our actions and know that what we're doing doesn't actually work. 100%, 100%. Um, Shawa, do you have anything to add on that one? Because, oh, um, no, I, I feel like you, you've you've said a lot. Um, there was one thing that came to my mind because even in the in the rich man, um, he still wanted to contribute something to his salvation. That quote that that says that the only thing we can contribute to our salvation is the sin that got us there in the first place. Um, like we we don't wow. do anything. Like our goodness. Like, and I think once we realize that, then we realize like how good and holy God is to actually like see us and favor us to come down for us, and then we just puts us in our place. I think we have, I say we have a lot of chest because we have a lot of like, yes, I've done this, I've done this, yes, so that means I must get this back, but it doesn't work like that. Again, the thing you contribute to salvation is the sin that got you there, everything else is Christ, Christ saved you. Christ brought you, Christ redeemed you. Um, so that's why your goodness isn't what gets you to heaven. It's Christ alone. Yeah. And even when said people get into heaven, it won't be what they expect it to be. Because if you don't know the one who built the heaven, who is the ruler of the of the heaven, um, 
the, the, the heaven that they're going towards is not even something that they can actually strive for because you don't actually know what heaven is. Um, mm. Because maybe heaven to them, it's a place where they have their favorite car, a place where they can, you know, there's no, obviously there's no disease, but like a place where it, they, they have this vision of heaven in their minds. And I'm like, you are doing good for a purpose of which you know nothing. Um, mm. You are doing good for, a, you don't actually know what you're doing good for right um and uh, and and i think maybe fairy tales and what we see on the news and marketing has fed out into our understanding of what heaven is was just candy floss um do you know what an angel looks like <laughs> do you know what a real Honestly, angel looks like oh, um, and and ex- exactly and, and i think the world has sold itself a fake version of heaven and it's also sold itself a fake way of getting to said heaven mm-hmm. and 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 I think until people come to real realization of what heaven is, of what hell is, of who God is, uh, and what the actual nature of man is, the world cannot actually realize and appreciate why Jesus needed to come and why his blood being spilled is so important for us all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And you know, you know what's actually what's actually like so beautiful about when Jesus and um, when Jesus said, you know. I am the way, the truth, the life is that he is showing us the fact that he is whole, (laughs) that he is everything that we need. You know, he is the way to God. He is the way, you know, to heaven that people seem to be so concerned about. He is the truth and he is the life because one thing about this heaven is the fact that this life that we're currently living in, you know, it's bound to come to an end. (laughs) It's literally like, a grain of sand in a beach, a beach length of, of of sand of, you know, our actual eternity. It's literally nothing. What, what is your entire, your entirety is your eternity basically. And Jesus is, is providing that way for you to have eternity with him instead of eternity in hellfire. (laughs) And he's showing us that he's everything that we need. You know, he's, he's the way he's the truth that will guide you um, to the way. And he is the life so that you have each life eternal. And people always, uh, do you, do you not remember that year where people were going around? Well, they still say it now, but then when it became very popular to say YOLO, and um, I would just look at everybody like we only live once. once. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's very funny. Um, it's your, it's your life. You know, you only live it once. So you live it ha- as you please, you know, you do as you want. <laughs> ah, the lives of the world is spewing out. There is, ah, no, no, we no. We need to be vigilant. We need to be vigilant. It is. Yeah. It's so important. Like we, we definitely need to understand mm-hmm. that this life, this life is, is, it's nothing. It's, it's, it's dust. It's going to pass away quickly. And what's really important is, you know, eternity that we are going to spend and what we need for that eternity is Jesus. And, you know, we need, we need, need to want to have that glorious, you know, that glorious end with him, just spending time with him and God for eternity. Yeah. So I think there's just, there's just, um, emphasis that needs to be placed on the fact that Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, Jesus, Jesus. Cool. <laughs> oh. Okay, so as we are coming to an end, are there any final words that you ladies would like to leave us with? Um, I, I think for the Christians, I think you should always know why you believe what you believe. Um, I think it's important for Christians to actually know what the gospel is. Um, 
and that might seem like a silly question, a silly, not question, a piece of advice, but I think sometimes we lack, you know, the Bible talks about how um, my people perish because of a lack of understanding. Even as Christians, it doesn't mean that we're not exempt from being sold things from the world. But when we understand who we serve and why we serve him, um, I think that can be what kind of keeps us from falling to, into the world because the world mm-hmm. will always try to attract us with things that look nice right yeah. and aren't necessarily good um good for us so yeah definitely know your gospel and know what you believe mm. love it know the gospel not yours <laughs> I love that correction there <laughs> yeah. yeah what about you Shua um I guess maybe just tying into what Remedy just said it's just knowing it and just resting in the gospel like the gospel is freedom it's freedom from legalism it's freedom from feeling like you have to earn it and just work on it it's just freedom so knowing it yes you know that you've been saved by grace through faith um that it's not your works and then just resting in that and that's the beautiful thing about the gospel like God has saved me okay and I'll just rest in this finished work and that's it um and for the non-christian out there I hope this actually sounds <laughs> inviting to you. Um, <laughs> like you, you can, you don't, you don't have to earn it. You can just believe that Christ has died for you, um, and that's it. <laughs> you just have to believe in Him, and that, that's that's all you do. You don't need to go prep yourself up. You don't need to go fix yourself up. Just have faith, and that's it. Come as you are. Amen, 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 amen. I fully agree with that. Um, and for me, uh, I guess I'll just leave with a quote by Lisa Turkhurst. Um, she said, Jesus doesn't come to show a better way. There is no other way. There is one way, and that way is simply and solely through Christ. And that is true. Jesus, 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 he is the way. So thank you so much for joining us. I hope that this enlightened you. I hope that this um, helped you in your journey with Christ. I hope this um, just helped you, you know, to get closer to him and just trust in him more and trust that he is the way for you to get to God. And I hope that you join us for another episode. Bye. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.